Welcome back to All Things with Amber, where we talk about all things from marriage to motherhood and encouraging words for everything else in between. I'm your host, Amber, and I want to thank you for deciding to join me today for the first episode in the Eden series. Make sure you're subscribed so that you don't miss out on the next episode. So get comfy, grab a tea, and let's talk about all things. Our reading today comes from Genesis 1, 26-31, if you want to follow along in your Bibles. The Bible I will be reading from is called the Complete Jewish Bible, which I will have linked over my blog at ourgrowingintentions.wordpress.com. So when I was asking the Lord how he wanted to open the first episode, he brought to my memory an encounter I had with him back in August, before any knowledge of the blog and the podcast ever came to be. And when I wrote down this encounter, I had titled it, The Heart of God. During my encounter, Jesus appeared to me, and he took me into the Father. Jesus opened a door, and he led me into an intimate candlelit room, a study, and I saw huge bookcases that lined the walls and shelves that seemed to go on forever. I saw many books on these shelves, millions and millions of books lined these shelves. I saw really large books that were thick with many pages, and I saw thin books with few pages. And as my eyes scanned the room, I saw God at a desk with a candle on it, and he was writing. And it was evident that he was the author of these books. He wrote every single one of these books. And as he was writing, I saw him smiling. And when he finished, he got up. He walked over to one of the bookcases, still holding the book open. I saw him close the book, and he placed it on the shelf. And I saw him marvel over these books. And he was full of joy, gazing at these millions and millions of books. And then I saw God light up, and he said, I've got the best idea. And he would speak out a person's name. He would speak out a person's name. And he would go back to his desk to begin writing again. Before I read, I want to point out something really cool that the Lord showed me about Genesis. The first book of the Hebrew Bible is named Bereshit. After the first word, not the Greek word, Genesis, but the first word. And it begins with an extra large letter called Beit, which is the second letter in the Hebrew alphabet. The number two is really significant. It's significant because it means to multiply, to expand, to build. The Hebrew pictograph for this letter is a picture of a house or a tent. So just in the beginning of the Bible, before we read before we read or read anything, you've got a big, extra large letter, second Hebrew letter, bait, which is a picture of a house or a tent. So God's intent from the very beginning of creation was to expand, to multiply, to build his house. Even the numerical meaning of Genesis 1.26 reveals God's heart as well. One equals God. Two 
multiply. And six equals man. God multiplies man. So open your Bibles and let's read Genesis 1, 26 through 31. Then God said, Let us make mankind in our image, in the likeness of ourselves, and let them rule over the fish in the sea, the birds in the air, the animals, and all over the all the animals over the earth, and over every crawling creature that crawls on the earth. So God created humankind in his own image. In the image of God he created them. Male and female he created them. And God blessed them, and God said to them, Be fruitful, multiply, fill the earth and subdue it. Rule over the fish in the sea, the birds in the air, and every living creature that crawls on the earth. And then God said, Here, throughout the whole earth, I am giving you as food every seed-bearing plant and every tree with seed-bearing fruit. And to every wild animal, bird in the air, and creature crawling on the earth, in which there is a living soul, I am giving as food every kind of green plant. And that is how it was. God saw everything that he made, and indeed, it was very good. So there was evening, and there was morning, a sixth day. There's some really significant insight about this passage that I don't want you to miss. One, the numerical meaning of these verses. Two, what God did on the sixth day of creation and how it was different from all the other previous five days. And lastly, number three, what God did after day six. So one, God multiplies and he expands his house and he multiplies man. He has the idea to create mankind in his image and then they, the Trinity, do just that. Two, God creates mankind and he calls that day very good. I've checked other translations and they all show day six. They all call day six very good by God. When the Lord highlighted this to me, he says, you notice how day six was the only day that I called very good? And of course, I go back to the beginning and I reread it again. Day one, God calls it good. Day two, he didn't call it good. Day three, calls calls it good again. Day four, calls it good. Day five, calls it good. And day six, he says, very good. So just a side note, I have got another series on my blog called (laughs) Side Note Teachings, where I go more into depth about what God has revealed to me about the Hebrew meanings of words, numbers, and even the sequences of scriptures for the first chapter in Genesis. And that will be over on my blog. So back to what we were talking about. So I'm talking to the Lord, and he says, so why was day six so special to us? And then I remembered my encounter where Jesus brought me and he led me inside the heart of God. The Lord told me that that day was very good because the idea of creating mankind made them, the Trinity, full of joy. Mankind made them so happy so happy in fact that God created an entire day after the creation of man just to rest with man and to be with them. 
The Bible says in 2 Peter 3.8 that a day is like a thousand years. We, you and I, are God's most prized possession. There's nothing that he would not do for us. There isn't anything that he withholds from us. Not even Jesus. God Almighty did not even withhold his own son from us, but instead gave him up for our sake so that we could spend eternity with him if we just believe. John 3, 16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. I know all moms will be able to relate to the first time you held your child. After I had my first son, I remember looking at him and crying because I could not physically contain the joy I had when I looked at this baby. When I held this baby close to me and I kissed him. Don't even get me started on the sweet baby smells because I could talk oh, I could talk forever on that. We get it. We get it, moms. That's those sweet little baby smells. But as I'm holding my child, I heard the Lord say, How you feel when you look at your son is how I feel when I look at you. So naturally, I sob even more because I understood firsthand God's heart towards mankind. In that moment, God became relatable. I knew that he loved me, but fresh revelation took root that day and it became personal. Even now, now that my son's five and I have two other littles, when I look at my son, when I look at my children, when I look at other people, when I'm out and about, I see the heart of God and I feel his love for each and every one of us. Father, thank you for every mom and wife listening here today. Thank you for their hearts. Thank you for calling us to the mountain of family and for choosing us to be good stewards of your heart. We know that these sweet and precious little ones were yours long before they were ours. And we thank you for the opportunity to raise the next generations of husbands and wives and mothers and fathers. Continue to lead us so that we can be godly examples, godly lights, to light the way for these little ones and for all in this dark world we live in. We love you, Father. Amen. I want to thank you again for joining me on the first episode of the Eden series. I encourage you to check out my blog for prophetic words and the latest side note teaching series where I go in more depth about what God has shown me about the Hebrew meanings of words, numbers, and even the order sequence of scripture. You can find that and more over at ourgrowingintentions.wordpress.com.